Well, hello again. It's Todd Cotta, and this is RebelRadioNow.com, your chance to learn all about what it's like to live in Central California and the United States of America. Today, we have a lot of guests with us as we pan around the studio. This is our biggest show yet. We have four live mics, and I'm pretty excited about what we're about to do here. Rebel Radio Now is our website. Go to it. It's a pretty cool website, and you can learn all about this guy right here on there, and you can do a whole lot more stuff on the website, including uh, what we have with our brand new King's Conservative Coalition. We have a date coming up. It's next Tuesday, a week from today. We're going to have a big meeting right here at the King's Gun Center so that we can uh, uh, just get the groups together to get a unified message out there so that we can start electing people to every office in this county so that we can make sure we don't lose our rights and we don't have people that are working against the common good. So I'm pretty excited about that. Let's go around the table real quick to make sure everybody's introduced. Uh, Right here to my right is Doug. Go ahead. Hello, everyone. I'm Doug, and you call me Dougie Fresh. (laughs) Doug has, and his wife, have a thing called Tattoo for Troops. Tell us about it. So Tattoos for Troops is a charity organization that my wife and I had recently started up. And uh, being a veteran of 22 years in the Navy uh, myself, uh, I always found it awesome when any organization reached out to say thank you to our troops. So with that being said... I was like, how can I do the same thing? Um, coming up on retirement, I want to keep keep the tradition flowing, you know, a way to give back. So Tattoos for Troops is an organization that will pay for tattoos for retired, active, and uh, veteran service members, no matter how many years you did. If you did four years and got out, you know, we'll, we'll help you out. But uh, what we want to do is look for tattoo artists that are, um, you know, in different states, you know, that, that we're not in, obviously, uh, and reach out to them and see if we can get them to give a tattoo to a service member first before we reach out to a tattoo shop uh, to pay for that tattoo. You know what I'm saying, Todd? Oh, absolutely. So, you know, it's we're it's a very to, good cause. Trying to keep it in the family and, yeah, you know, support yeah. all of our troops, you know, those entrepreneurs that are out there that, you know, did time in the military and got out and they're artists and then, you know. It helps the artists and it helps the guys uh, that need it. Absolutely. You know, and uh, we thought it'd be a good way to, to give back and go on www.tattoosfortroops.org and you can get a hat or you can get a shirt or you can get both. And all 100% of the donations will go towards uh, giving those tattoos to our troops. So Perfect. check it out. Uh, we think you'll like the site. You'll like our design and the shirts. And uh, we appreciate all the support that, you're, that you guys give us. Good. Now, moving over to mic number three is Travis. Travis is also a vet. Tell us, tell us about yourself here, bud. I am. So I started off my career here and uh, actually retired in this area as well after 23 years in the military and done a lot of cool things, been a lot of cool places, got to train with some people, started off as an electrician, got to do some uh, some CSAR stuff overseas, came back, and now I'm actually working with Todd at King's Gun Center. He's my lead CCW instructor, and I'm telling you, the people love this guy. <laughs> Can you tell our friends what CSAR is? It's pretty cool. CSAR is combat search and rescue. So our job was if somebody got themselves in a place they shouldn't have been, they called us, and we had to go get them and bring them home. Nice. Wow. That must have been exciting. It was a kick in the pants. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Going over to Mike number four is Doug's wife, Angie. Hello, my name is Angela Wright, military wife and tattoo apprentice. Yeah, you're working with him doing the tattoos, and you're part of the uh, tattoosfortroops.org. 
and we're happy to have you in studio today and you are very active in a lot of things too and coming up in the soon soon future we're going to be talking to you about more stuff i got a feeling interesting i'm excited oh yeah it's going to be a very very good day so you know uh we just got back all of us from bakersfield and uh, we were at the recall gavin newsom rally that that you end up calling total recall right and was that your idea was that their idea no that was my idea oh yeah and it really flew it did people enjoyed it <laughs> every once in a while you can have a good idea yeah you know, once or twice but that that irony behind it was cool because gray davis got replaced by arnold and Yes, now we're absolutely. Gavin. What a great rally. What a great rally. I want to play something here real quick. Um, somehow, somehow, you talked them into letting us on stage. How'd that happen? So I'd been working with uh, the Recall Newsom uh, group for quite a while. Yeah. And uh, I, w- I have a contact down there in Bakersfield, and uh, her and I are actually the ones that had thought about doing the Recall ride. Sure. From the get go. So um, she reached out to me and she said, hey, you know, we're looking for a veteran to get up on stage and do the Pledge of Allegiance. And we'd really, really like for you to, to do that for us. And I was like, awesome, let's do it because, you know, I'm totally involved. And, you know, we had that big old train from Hanford all the way down to Bakersfield. So it just felt fitting, you know, to get down there and you know, get up on stage and bring my boys up there with me, Todd. Oh, yeah, that was fun. I, I, got the, I got the Pledge of Allegiance here. So in just a second, we're going to switch to that, but not quite yet. And uh, what was, what's, what's her name? Uh, Floor. Floor. Yeah, okay. Floor was the one that that Antifa guy shot marbles at. Yeah. Oh. That same, that same yeah. guy shot somebody else up in Sacramento. Yes. Uh, yeah, it was north of Sacramento up there. Yeah, but yeah. yeah but he had a shotgun that time. Ridiculous. Uh, why? He was why though? <laughs> he, he, they were at a big rally in in Bakersfield, and a guy shows up with a paintball bun, gun, and instead of having paintballs in it, he had marbles in it, mm. and he went around shooting people, and it got crazy. And the guys from the Proud Boys saw it, went straight to the fire, ran him down, tackled him, held him, took took the gun out of his hand, and waited for uh, uh, Bakersfield PD to show up to arrest him. And unfortunately, he was able to do it a second time? Yeah. Uh, yeah he posted a million and a half bail. Hmm. And then he went up to Northern California and did it again. That dude is up for a lot of, a lot of problems. But uh, anybody that says Antifa is not a uh, terrorist group, uh, they're mental. Mental. I, I, I don't understand what's going on with these guys, uh, how they can look people in the face and tell them, that Antifa and these other groups aren't terrorists, but yet they want to make the Proud Boys terrorists. This is what we get with participation trophies. Yeah, it's true. Get Antifa. Yeah. All right, so let's go right now, and we're going to go over and do and play the video for the Pledge of Allegiance. Here we go. Look at that crowd, huh? You know, this is, we're all coming together to do something right now that hasn't been done since Gray Davis, and I think we can make it happen. And what we're going to do right now is we're going to do the Pledge of Allegiance, and we're going to do it loud and proud. They haven't been doing this in our schools, but we're going to bring that back to California and to our country. You guys with me? Yeah! I'm up here with uh, Jeff Mora from Waking Up the Neighbors podcast and my good friend Todd Cotta from rebelradionow.com. And we're going to lead the Pledge of Allegiance, and I'd like everybody to do it with us, okay? All right, here we go. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America 
and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Nice. You don't hear that enough anymore. No, we don't hear that enough anymore, do we? And it was loud and proud. That's the first time that you've had a chance to see it. You and, and Angie have seen this. What do you think? I think you got my good side. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a, it, it was just such a fun event. And you saw the crowd there in the very beginning. And uh, Jeffrey Allen 17 was there with his waking up the neighbors crew mm -hmm. so it was a lot of fun matter of fact last night we were at waking up the neighbors podcast uh down at his house here in town and man it was fun a uh, kalish morrow showed up she's a city council member um ellen from the uh the recall was there and it turned into a, just a nice little party we had so last night ellen didn't plan on staying she was just coming to drop off jeff's hat because his hat he stuck his head out the window when we were going down the freeway and his hat went flying off his uh, maga hat she was driving right behind him and she saw the hat fly off him because he stuck his head off the sunroof or something like that, just kind of being crazy. And he has a red with a, what did you call the stuff on the front? Oh, it's scrambled eggs. Scrambled you know, eggs on the front. Here in the military, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, the commanders, they got the scrambled eggs on the, on the bill. Angie was actually the stunt driver for our uh, camera crew that was out there filming a documentary. So yes. she was actually in front of me and they were going pretty slow and the camera guy was hanging out of his his sunroof. So Angie, tell us a little bit about um, what, uh, tell us about the driving of this guy. How'd that go? I, honestly, he was just a really cool down to earth guy. Like we just got in the car and it, it was able to me just drive and listen to what he needed me to do and safely get him out, out dangerously out the window and out <laughs> of the sunroof. And I honestly was nervous he was gonna lose his um, GoPro at one point, but he did great. A just very easy person to flow with. Somebody said he was hanging off of off ramps yes. and, and, and bridges and yes. doing all kinds of crazy stuff to get the shots, huh? Yeah, he was like MacGyver. Um, I, I ended up getting ahead of the group and pulling off to where a bridge was and safely pulling over the vehicle while he literally jumped over to get the perfect angle from yeah. like dangling down off of the bridge. It was amazing. Yeah. It looked like Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible just... <laughs> <laughs> hovering over the freeway really down to earth guy yeah so ellen actually saw the hat fly off of uh, mm -hmm. jeff's head and he's bald so it, it shined it shined and she went back yesterday because she had to go back down to bakersfield to deliver like nine thousand more ballots mm -hmm. uh, petitions down there and uh so she she stopped there and found it in a bush and then she picked it up and then she came over to the house last night and then she ended up staying for the whole podcast yeah, it was that, great. That hat meant a lot to Jeff. His yeah. dad gave it to him in 2016, I believe. And no kidding. Yeah, it's been with him everywhere. Wow, I did not know that backstory. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that is so, so cool. And what are the odds that Ellen ends up just happens to see this and takes the time to get her buddy's hat mm -hmm. back? Like that was pretty cool. That's what friends do. Huh? Yeah. Good. <laughs> Bring her out on the lake with us, so, and my hat flies off. I've got a. <laughs> I've got another uh, some other video of just the crowd here. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go to that real quick, and then uh, we'll see what uh, what that looks like real quick. This is before the speech started. Everybody just milling around there. We can switch to that camera for you. Got the music going. It was it was a lot of fun. You can see the Proud Boys are right there coming in on the bottom of the screen right there, and uh, it, it was just a really really good time for everybody to. Uh, to 
to, to, to see. It was just really, really fun. And Floor is awesome. Her and her husband run those shows. Mm-hmm. I worked with them before when they were up at uh, Emerald Park on the north side of town. We had all the big trucks there to see those big, uh, those really huge military uh, like uh, uh, tow trucks and all that stuff that were running around. There was like six of them there when we were at Emerald Park that day yeah. for the Trump rallies. And so it was just a lot of fun. And uh, we're going to be we're over at 1.9 million now. We're expecting to be at 2 million by the end of the week. Mm-hmm. And then maybe 2.1, 2.2 by the time we hit the deadline. Yeah, and they've been verifying them. Ellen was saying that they have different phases of verification. So I know there's 800,000 that are verified with, from the state. And then from the local recall team, uh, I believe they said they had 1.4 uh, million actually verified so getting there oh yeah no 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 i (laughs) it's it's just an amazing thing so let's go around table again i will tell you right now that i go anywhere i can go if i don't wear a mask how about you oh yeah i went to lowe's today without a mask they don't bug you there no yeah travis you've been anywhere without a mask uh i i don't know anybody that prefers to wear one yeah but have you have you ever had any trouble with going into places without a mask um I've had people approach me and say we require a mask and things like that, but they, do they pat you on the head and say, "Hey, little guy, you need often. to put a mask"? <laughs> He's not a little guy. I'll tell you that. No, normally, normally <laughs> I just keep walking and they don't give me too much trouble. No, yeah, yeah, big teddy, big teddy bear over there. How about you, Angie? I had two situations happen. Um, one was a civilian woman that actually got in my face while I was grocery shopping and decided that she was going to educate me on science. Ooh. But my favorite part about that is I was wearing a mask. But if you have glasses, it fogs up, so I had pulled sure. it down a bit. Sure. So she took the time to educate me. Um, and then the other time was at JCPenney's, and this is my thing. Um, I'm going to live my life the best I can, but if somebody approaches me and tells me that, hey, ma'am, do you want a mask? If it's bothering you that bad... It's not going to kill me. I'll do it, but I disagree with it. I get it. I get it. Yesterday, I was at the bank, and I didn't have any masks on me yesterday. And I, I keep one with me just in case I get into a place where it's just a, it's just better to just look the other way and just do it and get it over with. You, you example, don't want the confrontation. Mm-mm. No, no. Who who wants that? But at the end of the day, I, uh, I at my bank, and I'm not going to talk about the bank, but I'd walked in there, and what I did was I got my jacket, and I, I put it over my face. You know, we do that. Why not? You know, I like to put my hood on and then pull a drawstring. So all you see is like this much of my face. I walk up there with my, with my jacket over my face and I'm, I'm doing my stuff. And then here's the problem. The, the girls that work at the bank are sweethearts. I love them all. I've been working with them for years. She goes, she pushed a mask under the desk there under the little screen. Mm -hmm. Please put this on before I get in trouble. That's so sad. That's ridiculous. I I think that's more so, like your store employees and things, I think that's more so the thought process. Yeah, Mm -hmm. these big corporations, uh, they don't care. The attorneys tell them what to do. And these poor middle managers and these poor little store managers that have a bunch of people stepping on their throats above them have to comply or they lose their home. And it just, it breaks my heart that, that these people cannot be free because of the corporate nature of this mask thing. And they're not even wearing them right either. Like Angie was saying, they have theirs pulled down like to their chin. It's just, 
Now they're just doing it just to do it. Just, oh, look, I got a mask on my face. I'm complying, you know. And that's the key word, compliance. Yeah, exactly. Over, over at Lowe's, they, they made these designer masks for their employees. And one of them was white with a bunch of little tools on it, you know. And they refused to wear it. <laughs> they refused oh. to wear it because they said it looked like little boys' underwear. Oh. oh. Well, yeah, I can see where that might be a problem. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Yeah, so talking about that, we have our um, next slide coming up right now, and uh, it is breaking news. Democrat government leaders now recommends that we all wear blindfolds along with masks so we can't see what's really going on. Brilliant. <laughs> Why didn't they think about this a long time ago? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no kidding, huh? Uh, the, 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 the hypocrisy is monumental. And just before you guys came in here, I played him the Five Finger Death Punch song. Mm -hmm. um, I can't even think of the name right now. Uh, Living the Dream. Yeah, and it talks about the masks, and it has all the all the different symbolization, you know, symbolizing, and all the guys putting on the masks. And every time I watch the Five Finger Death Punch, uh, Living the Dream, I get goosebumps at the end when everybody's carrying the flag. Mm -hmm. Absolute goosebumps, and I'm surprised more people haven't seen that. It's it's seen millions of millions of times on YouTube, and it's been criticized because they think it's an anti-masker song, and it's not. It's an anti-compliance song. That's a strong video. It shows cops, firefighters, nurses, everybody getting shot at the end because they're trying to go up against the tyranny. The, the tyranny. Mm -hmm. It is. It is and then, true tyranny. And then uh, it was really just Thomas Jefferson daydreaming right before he's about to sign the Declaration of Independence. And he was imagining what America would be like in the future. And then after he woke up from that dream, he's like, oh, man, I better sign this thing quick. Yeah. Before that happens. Yeah. It, you know. And it does get you at the end of the song. It does. When, when they show that and you're looking at it like, Oh, yeah, that's our future coming. Yeah, good, yeah, crazy days. You know, I think we get a little too comfortable in our environment, and a lot of people think that something like that couldn't happen, but right. it's a, a flip of a switch, it, and it, we it could really be taken is. over by another country or even our own country. Our own country at that point. Mm -hmm. And, it, and it's, it comes down to a war of the cultures. It's, it's what's gonna, what they want to be the new norm. Yeah. Yeah. That's truly what it is. It's insane the way they're trying to culture us and change everything about what we do. And then there are so many sheeple out there that are just saying, okay. Just like the woman yesterday who didn't even know who our governor, or Sunday, when I was flying the recall Newsom flag on my truck, she's like, who's Newsom? Really? Uh, yeah, and I was like, you know, <laughs> he's the governor of California. <laughs> I should have known that. Oh, no way. <laughs> That's exactly her, that was exactly her response, the hitting the head and everything. <laughs> oh no so oh my goodness no way so i gotta tell you go um, go I, i've never been one for the drama i, I kind of avoided it at all costs but i love the comedy and even saturday night live had a poke at our governor mm -hmm. a couple nights ago i don't know if you saw it no we did not see so it they did a skit and it was called so you think you can get the vaccine <laughs> oh, that already <laughs> sounds great and they had a panel of judges which were different governors from different states and they had our governor on there and they introduced him as the man who was hated by everyone in California except for the 10 people he had dinner with in Napa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No French laundry. <laughs> we saw the menu, the wine list and the liquor list for the French laundry at the rally mm -hmm. in the 1776 free forever booth. Oh really? How much were the prices? What booth. were the prices on there? Oh God. They had, they had 
my, my son was with me and we looked through it. They didn't have the food price. They just had the wine and liquor list on mm -hmm. there. They had whiskey and wine dating back to the 1800s. Ooh. Wow. One glass of this one was $15,000. There were several at 10,000, some at nine, eight, seven, five thousand. 5,000. You know, your average one was, you know, 50 to 100 bucks for a glass. And then they had these real, you just start looking down, you see the longest number. And you're going, holy crap, that's a $15,000 shot right there. And you look at the date, it was 1876 or I, something like I that. Think, I think that shot better make me fly after I drink for $15,000. I think yeah. my first four cars that I owned together were less than that shot. Yep. <laughs> yep. I tell that's you, disgusting. the elites live in a whole yeah. different world than we do, don't Ooh, they? They do. And now, after the French Laundry, there's a whole other thing now because when Gruesome was here in the Valley just two days ago, he did a thing about the vaccine at some uh, warehouse for a uh, packing shed. He went to Fresno and he went into a Mexican restaurant and ate inside and had a complete smorgasbord for him. And restaurants in Fresno are fined every single day for being open. Every single day for being open. But yet the governor was here. We can go into a restaurant and have a full-on smorgasbord with him and his people inside a restaurant. Well, with no would, mask and probably no social distancing. Nope. That was the one opportunity for that restaurant to make income. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> they should have charged him $15,000 yeah, for a plate of nachos. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, uh, you know, it, it, it do, is... Do you know who snuck in the back door with him? I heard uh, uh -oh. a comedian was there with him was yeah he? george lopez was with him george lopez and i wonder I, what they were talking about probably, exactly probably some sort of campaign to, maybe he's running for governor maybe mm. you know what who's voting for george lopez not me yeah no kidding <laughs> shifting gears real quick on to the presidential stuff right now mm -hmm. somebody suggested to me the other day that uh and i think we talked about this yesterday uh florida florida needs to elect donald trump as a congressman He'll win. Oh, totally. Hands down. So in 2022, he goes to the Congress. And then we 25th Act Biden, because we're going to win the House and win the Senate again. Mm -hmm. We're going to 25th Biden, and then we're going to impeach Kamala. Kamala. And then we're going to make Trump the president of the House, or the House Speaker, mm -hmm. who becomes... The president. The president. And he can still run again. He can still run again in 2024. Ta-da! Yep. Right. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding, Who does he bring as the vice president, though? I don't know. It ain't going to be Pence. That's for darn sure. Maybe uh, Ron DeSantis? Yeah, or uh, Ron DeSantis. Yeah. That'd be a great one. Uh, Trump DeSantis. Candace I Owens. still... Candace yeah, Owens. Yeah, Candace Owens. Candace good. Owens. I, I really like... I still like Ted Cruz a whole mm -hmm. lot. He did a great thing at the CPAC this week. And even, uh, you know, he had some bumps in the road, but Dan Crenshaw is still a good patriot, in my opinion. But we'll talk about other kinds of... Patriots in just a second, but yeah, there's a lot of crazy going on out there. A there lot is. of lot of avenues for people in there. Ooh, let's talk about it. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> now I think Ron DeSantis has really stood out during this whole thing. Yes, you know, he kept Florida open. They have the lowest coronavirus testing rate because they probably just don't test because no. they, they know it's <laughs> stupid. Yeah, they know. So, yeah, but yeah. no issues in Florida. No, none. Everything's none in open. South Dakota. None in Montana. Yeah. None in all these states that never locked down. But yet we're sitting here wearing masks, which makes our immune system deplete. Mm -hmm. And then from there, we get sicker faster. What was up with that? Um, 
with South Dakota. You're talking about their governor, weren't you, Angie? Yeah, the governor of South Dakota, uh, Christy. I can't remember her last name. It, she, um, it was the first time that I had actually seen her or heard anything of her. But she, um, I posted a video on our group page that kind of she broke down what she did with her. Um, community yeah and that they didn't enforce any kind of lockdowns and they just took it as it came and did the best with what they could and they have the best economy people are getting better they have low rates um yep she really put it all on blast in a very classy way i, I thought that it was a good example of some really good leadership yeah we need more of that in america absolutely because what is leadership doing to us right now gas prices up in california one dollar and twenty cents it's ridiculous. I paid a hundred dollars just to fill my truck up. Yeah. Well, at that point, do we even call it leadership? No. No. But the puppet up there, Biden, he there's no way that guy is is capable mentally of doing the job. So, uh, you guys ever see the movie Dave? Yeah. This is sounding more and more like Dave every Kev, day. Kevin Klein. Kevin well, Klein. Yeah. I don't think he was ever put in that position with a long term plan anyway. No. No, and we'll see that manifesting itself here pretty darn quick. You're just slapping executive orders on his table, and he's signing them. Yeah, he's just signing them, fumbling his pen around, dropping it on the floor. I've even seen, <laughs> I've even seen pictures, no speeches, and yeah. videos <laughs> of him holding. There, you know, when Trump signs something, he'll hold the book up and show his big old Trump signature. Mm -hmm. He's never done that. I've never seen Biden hold the book up and show what he just signed. And yeah. I've seen pictures, and I've seen shots of pages uh, through a camera angle. Mm -hmm. There's nothing on those pages nothing on those pages it's all ceremonial that's mm. weird smoke and mirrors weird really mm. seriously dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it, yeah it is crazy so we're talking about the the governor now the governor is um gonna be recalled it's 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 just the the train has left the station the team all the guys Oren and all the guys have done a fantastic job i'm gonna get Ellen in here to talk about more about the procedures afterwards and how much work they've done and, and just, just gush all over her, you know, yeah. but you know, let her know how much we love the dedication she's done. And she's a real patriot. She is hands down. real, real patriot. But you know, last week we were talking on the show and I was talking a little bit about uh, Kevin Falconer and what he's done for San Diego. And oh man, talk about an avalanche of, of stuff and texts and messages and messaging and everything else about how we cannot elect Kevin Falconer. Now there's two things we have to think about when it comes to electing a governor in California, right? Uh, if Trump ran in California today, would he win? I think if Trump ran anywhere, he'd win. Okay. But honestly, reasonably, reasonably, <laughs> if you have a real conservative out there, what are his chances of winning the governor's office in California? Just any Joe Schmo? Currently, I don't think he could. No, I, I don't care who you are. Um, um, uh, the, the, just think of the most popular person. The, the, well, who's the most popular Republican in, in California? I can't uh, probably, think of probably um, Devin Nunez. Okay, mm -hmm. Devin. Mm -hmm. Okay. If Devin were to run, he would not win because of his conservative views as a Republican. But if you can get a Republican that is electable, he is going to have some skeletons in his closet. Right. He's going to. But what I know about Kevin Faulkner is that he is a never-Trumper. Mm -hmm. That's what I've been told this week. He, uh, he's an anti-wall person. I heard that this week. I've heard all these things from people this week talking about Kevin Faulkner and how he's not the guy, not the so, guy, not the guy. Is he, is he a rhino? Oh, he's probably a rhino. But 
can a non-rhino hardcore Republican win California? If not, if we're using Dominion voting systems. What do you think? No, I, I don't think so. And it's it's kind of even nationwide. We're so equally divided right now. It's for anybody in that seat, especially here, you're going to have to play to both sides, meaning that you're not hardcore to one side or the other. Yeah, I, I mean, I would love, love, love to see a guy like Devin that's a real solid guy running for it. But I also want to win. And I, I'm, I'm not putting Devin down for that. What I'm saying is is we must give a little bit to get some back when it comes to this office in California. But I would like to hear somebody that's more pro-wall. I want to hear somebody that is. Well, and even now, you know, we talk about the bigger picture and we talk about the culture and the, and the war between the cultures at this point. You know, we have a, a voting base now where they have more popularity and more follows for a TikTok or a YouTube video as than you would for your political or religious stance. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's a popularity contest and you know, the guys on that side just aren't going to win at this point. Yeah. And, uh, all we can expect for, for a governor, if we're going to get a Republican in California, I mean, I'm going to expect the world. I do. I want to expect the world, mm-hmm. but all we can, all we can expect is a guy that can protect our gun rights, our, our free speech rights, to protect our our property rights and do those kinds of things and he may have some some ideas that that we don't agree with but if we put up a hard 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 line uh we 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 can't get a florida or a or a south dakota or north dakota governor in california the voters are just too stupid they're too stupid and california it literally is half and half i'd say yeah it's half red half blue oh yeah and but the landmass it's not yeah oh my gosh it's not but you know that's why they have that uh, new california mm-hmm. thing uh, going on and god bless them and i hope they have a good time with it i started i want to learn a lot more about it but i'm not about to uh you know dive in full on that thing right now Deep yeah dive. well california california is a huge uh it's basically its own country with a lot of immigrants that come over here and get naturalized and they work in the tech industry like in the bay area sure and in the automotive industry and stuff like that and um the democrats they pander to uh, immigration and getting those guys coming over here. Hey, come over here. Get you know, we'll give you these benefits, and you know, we got these jobs, and you know, and sure. Republicans were like, hey, let's get made in America. Let's have American employees, you know. But when you have immigration by the millions, it's kind of hard to fight that in in our it state, is. you know. Yeah, no, I know. I get it. One of the names that they keep on throwing at me is Rick Grinnell. Now, this guy here is a big Trump guy. Mm-hmm. He uh, he was an ambassador. He did a lot of great things under the Trump administration, including he was uh, part of Trump's cabinet in 2020 as the national intelligence uh, uh, director. That's the name that the conservative groups are throwing out there. And he is teasing. He's from uh, Palm Springs. Mm -hmm. And he's teasing that he's going to be running for governor. But if he hasn't got his name in the hat yet, it ain't going to happen. Not not for this jungle election coming up. Yeah. Maybe for 2024 but not right now. Why do you think not right now? Well, because people have already laid a lot of groundwork, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to Falconer or when it comes to Major Williams and, and a couple of the other guys that are in the Republican side. And I just don't see him getting that much momentum that fast in the next 60 days. I feel like 60. we're going to, I feel like the rock is going to come out and run for governor of California. <laughs> <laughs> if Arnold could do it, I can Might do as it. Well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, truly. 
Yeah, I mean, if, Again, yeah, if Kanye can do it, right? The, we're yeah. back to the YouTube videos, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So it's the popularity. You know? Yeah, <laughs> popularity contest. They're all, they're all part of the Hollywood game. and That's you know, how Schwarzenegger. Yeah, exactly. You know, they put their guy in there like, hey, he's popular. People love him, you know, but he'll do what we ask him to do. Yeah, exactly. Another puppet. Mm-hmm. Another puppet up there. Did you see his video where he he denounced Trump? Uh, Schwarzenegger? The Rock? No, or Schwarzenegger. Oh, oh, he denounced Trump too. Yeah. Oh, I got no love for Schwarzenegger. I mean, no love at all for Schwarzenegger whatsoever. Whatsoever. I've been really disappointed with a lot of our entertainers over this whole last debacle with the election and everything, and you know just what they've been saying and coming out. And you know, you don't think that you know this entertainer that you love and cherish for all these years is going to come out and just break your heart like that. Ruined our childhoods. I will never want to smell what the rock is cooking ever again, (laughs) ever, ever again. (laughs) And what's unfortunate is the weight that the people give their opinions, Mm -hmm. that that it's more so than anyone else. Oh, this person said it. So it's true. Yeah. Come on. How do they have more weight than what we think? He's got 200 million followers. That's a big demographic to. T- I, that's more than most people have. But right. that's a responsibility that mm-hmm. he must not take lightly. And he and no no actor should be out there trying to pine for their man yeah. because it is just not right to do that to your 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 viewers. We got Bruce Springsteen, Bon Jovi, The Rock. I was about to say it happens every day. Th- they've all recently done that. Yeah, don't you drive a Ram? I do. It wasn't the Bruce Springsteen on some Ram ad. I think it was Jeep. Oh, oh, Jeep. It was, it was a Jeep, Jeep ad. Yes. Come on. <laughs> Jeep I've, ad. I've got one of each. Don't make me turn it back in. Oh, I know. <laughs> I love my 3500. <laughs> Can somebody please tell me what's going on with this, this Coca-Cola white thing? Anybody yes. have any better understanding of what the deal is with Coca-Cola and well, this? I know a lot white of people thing? are saying, I don't know how to be less white, but I know how to drink less Coca-Cola. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> so, so let me read you this. Uh, and I actually just pulled this up. And it talks about Coca-Cola giving their employees anti-racism training, right, on the job. And it talks about being less white. And th- these are quotes from the training itself. It says, to be less white is, one, to be less oppressive, to be less arrogant, to be less trusting, be less defensive, to be less ignorant, to be more humble, listen more, believe more, break with the apathy, and break with the white solidarity. Okay, this so this is training they're giving their employees. Do me a favor, read that again, but hmm. but say whites are instead of be less. Go, <laughs> go. So it would be whites are more oppressive, whites are more arrogant, whites are more trusting, whites are more defensive, whites are more ignorant. They don't know how to be humble, listen, or believe, and they think they're better than everyone. Wow. That's exactly what Coca-Cola is telling their employees. Wow. And it, it's they, crazy when you say it like that, when you, <laughs> you flip it around and say yeah. whites are white men. And, and these are straight off the slides from the training. It goes on to say the United States and other Western nations, whites are socialized to feel that they are inherently superior because they are white. And the closing statement was try to be less white. Try to be less white. Look at the look on Angie's face. <laughs> you know, that same that same text is going to be right over here. And I'm, I'm going to play this right now. If we go there, Buddy Brown is a country singer. And since the COVID, he's been doing these tailgate songs that he does. Mm-hmm. And uh, earlier, we found this one. I'm going to just slide this thing over. We're going to play a little bit of this guy's video so that uh, you guys can actually hear what we're talking about. So I'm going to slide this thing over here. There it is, right in front of the screen. I'm going to come down here and make it uh, full screen for just a second. And then we're going to play a little bit of Buddy Brown's song 
about uh, Coca-Cola. What's going on, y'all? In honor of Coca-Cola, I have written a brand new song for you called Be Less White. That's right. The pamphlet that's going around Coca-Cola to all their employees right now, if you hadn't been paying attention, is how to There's be the list right there. White. There's the, the list right there. People are bad. You know, at some point, I'm just like, damn. The, the hatred is real. Can guy. you imagine if we released a pamphlet called Be Less Black? Can you imagine if, if uh, Coca-Cola <laughs> did that? Oh, what it would, would be happen? a storm. Y'all, I'm from Mississippi. I don't care who you are, what walk of life you come from. You can come down here and have a beer with me anytime. But this is getting comical. It's getting ridiculous. At a certain point, I think in America, we just need to be less stupid. That's what we need to be. <laughs> Amen, <laughs> brother. Like this Absolutely. Song. Be proud of who you are. We'll no play a little bit of this song for you. Yeah, we in the meantime, hear it. we need to be less white. <laughs> Already sounds good, huh? Coca-Cola's done lost their dad gum mines. The other white guilt's hitting pretty hard this time. I thought I'd seen it all, but as it turns out, I have to change my skin to live this one down. We gotta be less white, be less white. These liberals gone wild and they lost their minds. We gotta be less white, be less white. I'm switching to Pepsi and it's all alright. <laughs> I don't know if they're much better. <laughs> no, I don't think they are. Pepsi gives people cancer. Yeah. <laughs> At least you can clean your uh, bumper with uh, Coke, yeah. right? Yeah. right. Yep, get that chrome shiny. That's right. Oh, no. Be less arrogant. Try to actually listen. Well, Coke ain't getting served in my kitchen. Be less white. Be less white. Hey, Thanks for that beautiful gym. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good that's a good little tune right there. Let me see if I can get this thing out of here. There we go. <laughs> there we go. But what a fun song that one is. And they had that same text you had right up there Absolutely. on the screen. And oh my goodness, what a mess they put themselves into, huh? Why would they even do that? What? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna listen to a company that makes a product that in the beginnings had an actual narcotic in it. And now, nowadays, has were they using cocaine or something yeah, to like, get people addicted yeah. to Coca-Cola? To this day, yeah. th- th- there's a show on uh, the History Channel. It's called uh, "How Food Made America," mm-hmm. yes. and they explain all that. Mm-hmm. And it is a fantastic four-part series. If you, anybody gets a chance to watch that, watch that show. It's on Discovery or it's on one of those uh, one of those stations, and they mm-hmm. talk about that. And the only company in America that still has a license to import food quality. Cocaine is Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. Go figure. Well, and then you got to look at the ingredients that are on it now. We've got high fructose corn syrup in it, and I think a lot of yeah. people don't understand that that's a chemical that your brain does not register. No. So it's a rabbit hole with that in the nutrition front, but I'm not going to listen to anything that Coca-Cola has to say ever. Ever no. since I lost my weight, I've, I've stayed away from all sodas. All sodas. Every once in a while, I'll go to In-N-Out and get myself a pink lemonade because that's just so good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, did, so you hear, did you hear that also... Uh, Dr. Seuss is racist now? Yes. Oh, and yeah. And so is math. Math. I was going to say math and, is racist. And also, Mr. Potato Mr. Head, Potato Head. Mr. Potato is, now, yes. is now gender neutral. No, no, no. They backed <laughs> off of that. They backed no, it's it. still the Potato Head brand. You just don't have to put certain parts oh, on. Oh, no kidding. It's, it says Potato Head for the brand, and then you have Mr. Potato Head and Mrs. Potato Head. Oh, But okay. it's the Potato Head brand. You know, and it was always fun for kids. I, I don't know if you ever did this. Did you ever switch the faces on yes. them? Yeah. 
I was going to say, I mean, it would make sense to avoid this entire problem by taking all the um, characteristics from a male and a female and putting it on the, like in the same bag with the same potato. But to create more products, you've got a Mr. Potato Head and a Mrs. Potato Head, and you have to buy two in order to get the specific things. So. Well, now they're going to have more products because exactly. now you're going to have transgender Mr. Potato Head or Just Mrs. Potato Head. Whatever parts they, ad- yeah. they identify as that day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think your- that was the original. You can put whatever parts you wanted <laughs> right. on a Mr. Potato Head and make it whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. My lips went up here. It's just, oh, yeah. You know, like, I don't even care about any of that. The LGBTQ community, good on, do what you want, you know, but when all these companies are coming on board and they're trying to jump on the bandwagon and change all their products and everything that we've known for years just to become relevant today to get all these other groups on board with what they're doing it's getting absurd it's obscene now it's just when does it when's it going to stop are we going to change everything no when 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 they are trying to pander to one or two percent of our population it doesn't make any sense but it's financially they're doing it it's working right now we're seeing it it, yeah. it was really bad. You know, I was, I'm probably not the only one, but I didn't watch the NFL at all last year. And I always watch it every year. I play um, fantasy football and everything. Sure, sure. But last year when I saw the NFL, when they gave Colin Kaepernick the cold shoulder for taking a knee, you know, stand up for what he believed in, you know, okay, cool. They, they got rid of him, whatever, you know, but then they went and they turned turned around and they supported BLM and the yeah. whole movement. And, you know, we had buildings, you know, being destroyed and businesses burned to the ground and stuff and now they're supporting it it's like okay so are you bringing colin kaepernick back or are you just gonna be a bunch of hypocrites well first of all you 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 have to make the leap that colin kaepernick was a good quarterback he was a great quarterback no he was in the beginning <laughs> he choked so hard in his first year he choked so hard and then he never got it back no he, he had a couple good years well, he made it to the super bowl at least yeah yeah until he choked at the end and uh, lost it but he was good enough to make it to the super bowl exactly well, <laughs> sure sure i think sure. he's a good i think he's a good athlete i don't think he's he's not good enough to be in the nfl okay so hold on hold on so you're saying that uh trent trent dilfer because he won with the ravens is a wonderful quarterback I'm just saying that he's an athlete. Okay, he, an athlete. Lo- now he, we're down to athlete. I see how you are. He loves the sport. <laughs> he's good at it, and he didn't deserve to be kicked out of it. Well, I mean, you you kind of have to get with the program if you are owned by somebody else. Mm-hmm. You are owned by that by that team. Your contract. Yeah, but that team ended up doing exactly what he's do- what he did in the long run. They in did. the long run he, they turned he, around he, and did exactly what he was doing. Oh, I know. I that's know. that's my beef with it. Oh, I get it. I, Just be I be the NFL, be the sport, and leave politics out of it. Nobody leave. wants to turn on TV on a Sunday when they're trying to chill out from work during the week and relax and have a cold one with their friends well, and and watch politics in their sports. But you know? I mean, isn't isn't that everything? I mean, leave your politics and your religion and everything. I mean leave it alone i mean we're talking about education mm-hmm. we're talking about sports we're talking about all of it i mean go to a college campus now and see what they're doing oh yeah mm-hmm. i mean you should leave your personal views out of what you're teaching those kids but you got kids leaving that campus you know and, and riots and this and that and that's what we're dealing with right now teachers are spooling them up leave it out of it yeah free speech is simply what it should be is free mm-hmm. speech and then they are encouraging these kids to to just to hate the Constitution, and that is something that, that we just cannot tolerate as, as Americans. It's free speech as long as they're saying the speech that they want them to say. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Well, we have been uh, trucking right along here today, haven't we, guys? Is it that time? It's time to wrap it up. What? Oh. I know. It goes so fast, and it is so fun. No. 
We need more. I know. <laughs> and we're going to have a lot more. This is just the beginning of this. I'm glad we got everybody in today. And uh, mm-hmm. thank you, Angie, for coming in. Thank you for having me, Todd. Travis. I'll be back. I got your name right this time. Absolutely. <laughs> Earlier today, we were doing a, a different project, and I kept on calling him one of my other employees' names, and I fixed that. <laughs> I, I've answered the worst. It's fine. It's fine. Always good to see you. As always. This time, I got you. Yeah. This last, time, I last got time, you. Last time, I was like this the whole time. I finally <laughs> like five up. minutes. <laughs> I got it. Hey, you guys all have a fantastic day.